Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? It's Saturday. It's Q&A Saturday. That is right. And what are we Q&A in today? Okay, so remember when in Second Chronicles chapter 14, when Zara the Ethiopian came running up to Asa and was like, I'm going to get you? That yes, guy. the... When they were fighting the Ethiopians. Yes. Okay. So that's that's what we're gonna do now. Okay, let's let's I'm go gonna, do that. I'm gonna talk about that guy. Great, let's go do that. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so do you remember in Second Chronicles chapter 14, which was on Thursday, yeah. when Zara the Ethiopian was like going on yeah okay so he himself is most likely to have been nubian or sudanese or who even the fuck knows okay because he might also have been a kushite okay okay sounds like he was a lot of fucking people he was a lot of fucking people he may also have been a general in the army of pharaoh asorkin either the first or the second We don't know. Okay. We haven't decided. Right. And he may actually have been Pharaoh Osorkin, the first or the second. Was he also Big Bird? Up in the air? It's out there. It's It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's generally been contended by scholars that Zara was Osorkin, the first king of Egypt. Okay. Okay. Um, The only problem with that is that uh, Osorkin... Like his father, Shishak. Okay. He was not a Kushite. He was a Libyan. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Because we need to add more things to the mix than... Right. Yeah. Okay. And Zara, you know, was probably a Kushite. Okay. So... I'm a little lost, to be honest. That's I'm, a lot of fucking people... It's too many. ...that are all the same people. Yeah. It's and too many. I don't know where we're at with that now. He's... He was somebody. He was somebody. Or he was nobody. That is also a possibility. Right. Okay. Okay. He was the the governor, maybe, of a Kushite colony, which was established by Shishak. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It is more probable, however, say some, that Zara was a Kushite chieftain from the vicinity of Gerar, which that was where all that fighting took place. Right. But just the vicinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who raided and plundered the surrounding areas, which could have been why dude was like you know, coming after him. Okay. Because maybe um, Zara didn't just take his million-strong army to Asa. Maybe Zara was running around raiding shit, and Asa was like, I've had about enough of your shit. Got it, got it. Who even knows? I mean, if you have a million people, why not just go around raiding stuff, right? I guess. But That's a a horde. But maybe it was more like, you know, it might have been more like ten people. Right. Because... 
he's also they're counting him as like you know 30 different people so yeah well that <laughs> and and the bible has a lot of hyperbole in it particularly no, the chronicler not that right so there's a story in the agata and do you remember what the agata is yeah it's the supplemental material for the torah yeah one of those supplemental right right yeah it's like the supplement to the supplement. Got it. Got so it. in this particular story, Zara was for a short period the owner of all the wealth in the world. All the wealth. That is rich. Every bit of it. Which he acquired by capturing from Shishak those treasures which the king had taken from Rehoboam. Got it. So nobody had anything else that was wealth. I was just covered, I'm just making sure I had that straight. Okay, but did no. you did you hear that? Did I hear what? Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you so much. The way that Zara got all of the gold, yeah, was or got all of his riches um was when Shishak had taken those from uh Rehoboam. Got it. Okay. okay. Yep. These were the treasures which the children of Israel had taken from the Egyptians at the time of the Exodus. So here's these Egyptians, right? And they've got all this gold. And then the exodus happened, and the, the Israeli Israelites were like, hey, while we're exiling, we're just going to take some of your shit with us. Thanks, bye. But did right? they? I felt like they just left with what was on their back, that's, basically. That's the story in the Bible, but okay. we're not reading the Bible. At the moment, we're reading from the Agata. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. Slightly different story. Yeah. And so anyway, um, the Israelites, they took the shit, and then they went and set up their own camps, you know. East Side Gang, West Side, you know, right. all of that. Yep. Judah, Israel. Yep. Okay. Yep. All of that. And then, um, so then Rehoboam has all this shit, right? But then Shishak comes along and he's like, um, by the way, give me my shit back. Okay. And so he takes it back to Egypt, right? Shishak wants his shit back. Exactly. Got it. And then Zara got it from Shishak. Okay. In this story okay and so that was how zara became uh the owner of all the wealth in the world i see okay I see so it it was shit that started in egypt and then passed around i think that's how you back. could define pretty much all of uh religion shit that started in egypt and spread all around <laughs> yeah it's true so okay there were these were the treasures, blah blah blah, from the Exodus. Okay. Okay. Ultimately, however, these treasures reverted to Asa when he defeated Zara the Cushite in battle. So, oopsie, he, the Israelites got the treasure again. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. In the Book of Kings, you know, in the Bible, like First Kings, Second Kings. Mm -hmm, yep. Which doesn't mention Asa's defeat of Zara. Mm -hmm. Asa is described as being extremely weak from a defensive point of view. Okay. okay. Yeah. And biblical scholars regard the idea that Asa could be could defeat an enormous Egyptian army to be completely untenable. It's so unlikely that Asa could have beat Zara. So, are you saying that the chronicler made some shit up? The chronicler is a big fat hog liar. No way. I hate that guy. I don't believe it. More recent said scholars, my sarcasm. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> More recent scholars consider that Zara the Cushite may have been a military commander under Asorkin the first rather than a pharaoh, which, okay. you know, we already said. And I want to apologize if it sounds like I'm saying things more than once. It's because I 
got all this information from several various sources. Sure. So he maybe was a pharaoh, maybe was a chieftain, maybe was under the pharaoh, who fucking knows. But maybe none of this happened because the Chronicler just made this shit up. That is also a possibility. Right. Although, this is not the Chronicler. This is the story from the Agata. Oh, okay, okay. Okay? All right. So... Zara may have been born in Ethiopia and married into the royal family of Egypt, thereby inheriting the throne. Okay. Or he may have invaded Judah after passing through Egypt with the Pharaoh's blessing, as you do. Right, as you do. (laughs) Yeah. Another possibility is that this Ethiopian Zara was a nomadic leader of Arabians associated with the Midianites. Okay, just to, I mean, why not? Let's pile another one on there. Sure, sure. Yep. Like, whatever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's probably also from Japan as well as Alaska. You forgot Australia. And Australia. And Antarctica. No, not Antarctica. No? No. Why? Because you because can't make nothing out of something? Because. Or you can't make something out of nothing. Because I wasn't in the mood for Antarctica oh, that okay, day. okay, okay. All right. Okay, so. That's the end of that story. Okay. okay. Now, right. a generation ago, so we're talking like within the last hundred years, right? The entire story within the last hundred years. Of modern history, like yes, now. Yes, a generation okay. ago. Yeah, sure, okay, just okay. clarifying. Yeah. The entire story of Zara's conquest of Asa coming as it did from what we consider a late source, Second Chronicles. Yeah. Is a not early source. It's a right, late right. source. It was, yeah. Um. So because it came from a late source... As as recently as just a generation ago, this story was regarded as apocryphal. And hmm. apocryphal, to remind you, is a story that is not considered Bible canon. It's non-canonical. Yeah. Right. Wow, that was a good word you threw out there. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of Zara, okay? Okay. But... I just couldn't let go of this Ethiopia story, okay? I mean, yeah. I mean, remember last week when we were like, what? The Ark might be in Ethiopia. What the fuck? Right. Okay. So I was like, hey, while I'm talking about Zara, I just got a question. You got to go back to the Ark. I just, well, I got a question for Google. And so I typed in, is the Ark? (laughs) And it autofilled the rest of the question. I kid you not, was... Of the covenant in Ethiopia. Wow. Yeah. Either it's listening to us a lot. Could be. Or or that's crazy. Or we're not <laughs> the first people to read this this way and to ask this question. Right, right. Which always makes me feel really good because it means that there are other people out there. Like, we're on the right track. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we're asking the same questions that other people are asking. Right. So it makes me feel less dumb. I wouldn't say it necessarily makes me feel smart, but it makes me feel less dumb if sure. a lot of people are asking the same questions that we're asking. Right, right. So is the Ark of the Covenant in Ethiopia? I mean, who the fuck knows? I'm going to tell you. Okay? Okay. Now, according to Ethiopian tradition, the Ark of the Covenant is preserved in the ancient holy city of Aksum. Mm. For centuries... The great relic was kept in the Church of Mary of Zion, where the Emperor Iyasu is recorded as having seen it and spoken to it in 1691. Wow. That is relatively recent. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It gets better. Okay. Now, it is kept, now it is kept in the chapel of the tablet, which was built beside the church during the reign of the last emperor, 
Hale Selassie. Do huh. you remember that name? Yeah, kind of. He was the last one, the last emperor of Ethiopia. Oh, the one that, that reigned. Was, he was deposed in, in 19 fucking 74. Right, right. Like yeah. a year before I was born. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. The relic is entrusted to a single guardian who burns incense before it and recites the biblical book of Psalms. No one else can approach it, including the high priest of Aksum. But God must get city. bored in there, just I'm, sitting there by himself. It's been like over a thousand years. like a monk, a virgin just, monk, just sitting there. He's, he's just sitting in there. Do you think the uh, the monk ever gets uh, sick of the of God just filling the room with the glorious presence of the Lord? Like, God damn it, God. Do you have to let one out again? Man. <laughs> That's just silly. And anyway, I'm just going to continue <laughs> on. So the guardian is not only a monk, but a virgin as well. Yeah. And he serves the Ark until he appoints a successor as his own death approaches. So it's like a thing that gets passed on. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now, it gets better. Okay. All right. Yep. So remember the Queen of Sheba? (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was done with that bitch. Yep. I'm never done with her. (laughs) So, okay. Um, this the story goes on a little bit about the ark, blah 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 blah, and then we get to remember the story of the queen of Sheba and how she had heard of Solomon's great wisdom and she journeyed there from Ethiopia to go test him and she brought gold and treasures and all this, right? Right, right. And he was like, "This is a badass bitch. I gotta wed her or at least knock her up with my children. Yeah. I have to put my penis inside her." <laughs> Right. So he really wanted sons with her so that he could have his sons go rule with her. Got it. Okay. Like in in this story that I'm reading about Ethiopia. Right. And the Ark and Sheba. Sure. Sure. The Queen of Sheba. Yeah. Sheba. So the Queen of Sheba did conceive a son, which I believe his name was Makeda. Makeda or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, and after he had grown, he set out from Ethiopia to visit his father. Okay. You know, in yep. Solomon. Yep. Okay. Solomon anointed him as king of Ethiopia and then instructed the elders of Israel to send their own sons to Africa to serve him as counselors. Hmm. Now, because the young Israelites were desperately unhappy that they would never see Jerusalem and its temple again. They decided to carry the Ark with them. Oh, shit. Right? Wait, where did you read that? Like, where did that come from? I couldn't even some tell source, you. But some source says that. Yes. These... Okay. Th- there is a story out there that this is what happened. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. we kind of had, I think, in one of our Q&As or something, mm-hmm. we had covered that we thought that, that there were thoughts that maybe it went to Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. With the Queen of Sheba, or well, at least shortly after, because no, it was because of his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it was, but it was also because when um, Israel was sacked, there was no mention of it. Right, and it was just yeah, like, and we had talked about that too. How like after a certain point, there's not really much talk of the right. Ark anymore. Like, it just what happened to it? Where did it go? Yeah, it probably went to fucking Ethiopia. Is what? Right. Yeah, that's my thinking. Hmm. In fact. The Glory of Kings, which I don't know what book that is, but there's a book called The Glory of Kings. Okay. Tells us that the Ark itself has decided to leave Jerusalem because the Jews had abandoned the faith that God had revealed to them. 
Ah. So it allowed it itself to be carried to, okay, I to see. Ethiopia. Got it. Do you think they had Levites carry it the whole way? I could not even tell you because these are Ethiopians and maybe they are the new right, Levites. Right, yeah. They could be the new God's chosen people. Right. For all I know. Maybe it just sits in that room because they've got no Levites to carry it. I mean, God could choose to more than one chosen people. That I sure he could choose. I mean, as if there is a god, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants probably chose. He just doesn't do a whole fucking lot. So right, he just sits there. Right. So now the question is, okay, what the fuck? So there's this box, right? And yeah. It's over there. Right. So even though an ancient wooden box could have survived in the dry air of a sealed Egyptian tomb. The humidity of the Ethiopian rainy season would be very damaging. Okay. The question, therefore, arises of whether an ark might have decayed in Ethiopia, but the stone tablets of Moses for which the Ark of the Covenant had been made would survive unharmed. So the box might be gone, but the tablets would still exist. I thought the Ark was made of, like, metals and, and stuff, shit, right? right? Yeah. But it was... I think it was wood adorned with gold. Okay. So but the adornments would still be there. But okay. the wood itself would surely, over the course of, you know. Thousands two, of years. 2,500 years right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The wood would be gone at this point. More than 2,500 years. Cause yeah. Because Moses was around and. Yeah, whenever. Yeah. And there's was, too many maths. It's a long, long fucking time ago. Right. I'm just saying, like, that wood is gone. Long gone, Got but it. the adornments would still be there, and the um, I mean, like unless, the cherubim that's on top, those were like gold or something, there, right? You know? Now they may have been stolen and melted down. Who fucking knows, right? right but the right. tablets would still be intact if they were not crumbled sure. and broken and stolen and hidden and whatever. Right, okay? right. In fact, the earliest accounts by foreign travelers in Ethiopia refer to a tablet. Rather than an ark. Huh. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. wait. So, like, the earliest travelers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, from what time period, though? Does well, it say? No. Not oh, in that particular God, source. why are you leaving me hanging like this? Because this is so exciting to me. And I had to stop. Because I was like, I could, I could just all day. do this all day. Yeah, yeah. this is just like, fucking rabbit fuck hole. Fuck the Bible. Galore. We're just gonna learn about Ethiopia. God damn. Right. Like now, I want to learn everything about Ethiopia, and I want to go there, and I want to see is there a museum? Like this is our next Q and A. I don't even know. We have not read next week's material yet. I don't even care. Next week's Q and A. I'm like, is there a museum? Is do we know? Like. Do we have the priest name, the monk that sits in the room? Like, who is he? Right. You know, is this still a thing that's happening to this day? To, to this, this day. day. Right? Like, I'm just, oh my God, I'm so. Intrigued. I, I can't even, like, my cheek muscles hurt from smiling because this, <laughs> I just love learning this shit. It's no, so No, it's cool. really awesome. Like, I just, I can't, I mean. I wasn't done with the Queen of Sheba, and there she was just sitting there for me. Like, could you imagine if we just got, like, Moses' tablets are still there? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah. Or at least some type of a tablet is Mm -hmm. still there. Mm -hmm. Possibly, maybe. Right. And maybe some adornments from the Ark or something like that. And a mason jar full of manna. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and Moses' book of whatever, you know. And and uh, what else? Um, Aaron's... The rod. Rod. Yeah, with the almond, surely, the almond joy rod. Surely that would not have rotted you away. You don't think so? It's a magic wand. It is a magic I mean, he turned into a snake once, remember? Yeah, it's a so, magic I mean, fucking wand. That could still be Wait, there. no, 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 no. Remember that one guy, um, I forget which king it was, but he took it out and he was like, y'all are fucking shit up with your snakes and whatever. And you're worshiping the wrong thing. And he broke that rod, remember? Oh. Like, I, I only vaguely remember that. Yeah, but. I forgot which king it was. But he was like, y'all are, are doing it wrong. Mm, you're okay. doing the worshiping thing wrong. I thought that was the um the thing. I thought that was the thing for when. Remember how they made the bronze statue of the snake? Yeah. And that, that's what that was. But the, the almond joy rod was something different. Oh, okay. Never so, mind then. Yeah, the almond joy rod should have still been in there. Well, it's a magic wand, so if somebody didn't break it, then it that's, should yeah, still be a, magic. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's, really, the ark should be like that's God's throne. That's God's box. You think even though it's wood, God would keep it in good shape instead of just sitting on the fucking ground on the tablets with the the fucking tablets going up his asshole. That would be a really good just name saying. for a book: the God Box. The God Box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I want to. I want to continue with this Q and A right now. Like we can't. I know. I just. I want to like say, okay, hold on, and then I want to go read some more. But we gotta go. I know we gotta go. All right, that was all we had for today for our Q and A. That was all we had. That was it. That was it. Nothing there, more. Well, I mean, that was a lot. Nothing else to see, folks. That was a lot, though. That was a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so we will be back tomorrow. With our weekly replay and also... No, that is tonight. No, you're right. Nothing. Tomorrow. 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 Yeah, nothing. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And we're going to be doing our first um, bi-weekly on purpose... Planned. Planned. Dated. Patreon episode. Yeah. Um, so and I think we're covering Tom Cruise. Not Tom, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I did that last time. Oh my god, not Tom Cruise. Ted Cruise. I mean, they're both schmucks. But yeah, we, there was uh, there was some tragedy that happened in Ted Cruise's family, and um, it, it's very it hit, it's, it hit home with us a little it bit. So. Hit home with us pretty hard. And yeah. So we wanted to discuss that and our thoughts on it, and and how we feel about the whole situation. Um. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about tomorrow. If you aren't on Patreon with us, um, you can get on there for as low as $2 a month and get mm-hmm. access to all of our free, not free, all of our um, Patreon episodes that we do exclusively for our Patreon members, as well as get things like stickers and mugs and, and shirts when, and all kinds of shit that come we, with different levels. When we post stuff early, you get first access to it. Yes, that too. You can and also that, chat like with us. guys, we do this for every level. Like you get no ads, you get access to our episodes as soon as we release them, which is usually just the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ain't that fancy. And you get our special bonus episodes. Yeah. And you can choose any level to do that at. We don't make you go higher, though some people do choose to, and we really, really appreciate that. We sure as fuck do. So um, thank you to those that are already subscribers, and we will see the rest of you back on Monday when we are going over... Second Chronicles chapter 16. That's right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. 
But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.